Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything, from t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets, and of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days. Like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection, or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. We are back. We are back. We are back. Kevin, we're back, baby. The Browns are back. <laughs> Just when you think it's over, they rope us right back in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. You got Kevin and Raleigh. And we are here for the first time in five weeks with our victory song, Play That Thing. It's been a long time. It's been... So long. I thought about. I felt like ass all day yesterday. Today's Wednesday, Tuesday. I felt mentally happy. Don't get me wrong, but I was like under the weather, and I was actually kind of sick. But I was like, is it because I'm hungover? And I'm like, did I do four weeks worth of victory Browns drinking in one night? I did. You can't do it. It's just. Uh, th- this is what should be illegal. So for those of you that don't know, we have said this many times, but we haven't really said it much this season. Raleigh and I live in Chicago, not together. Um, Fairly so close. The, the, yeah, like a block away. The Chicago-Cleveland bar, it was opening night. They were tapping their Great Lakes Christmas ale kegs on Monday night for Monday Night Football. So we walked into the bar, and they were playing Christmas jams, like leading up to kickoff and just serving Christmas ale. And yeah, you really think... You can have, you know, a couple, two, three, four of those, and you're you're good. You're good. Oh, God. So, no free ads, but Great Lakes, you can sponsor us if you want. Hey, Browns beat the Bengals 32-13, to 13, Monday Night Football. We did not embarrass the family, the brand, the team, the city on national television. That's all I cared about. Burrow got sacked five times. We held the Bengals to 229 total yards, 108 in the first half. Chubb with two touchdowns. Hey, let's start off. Jacoby Brissett, my man. Can we just uh, work? Is, like, working his ass off. Like Deshaun probably has a higher ceiling than him. 
generally speaking, nobody would argue that. I, I think that's but, safe to say. But if it's if it's a <laughs> primetime game, you put Brissett in because he's like the greatest primetime uh, quarterback of all time. So I, there's still seems to be some. I know you're not one of these people. Some some debate from some people on Brown's Twitter. Brown's Twitter is a cesspool, by the way. We've said that many times here before. That think that are trying to kind of float the idea of if Jacoby's on a roll, Deshaun is not going to play when he comes back. No, Andrew Barry's press conference today. He always does his bi week press conference. State of the Union. Deshaun Watson is our starting quarterback on December 4th. The guy they paid $230 million to guarantee is going to be our quarterback. That is not a knock at Jacoby. I, he's doing everything we will hope for and more. That guy is a gamer. That dude comes out and plays his ass off game in and game out. Yeah, they always haven't been the prettiest, but Monday night was beautiful. Both sides of the ball, all phases. Jacoby Brissett, 17 for 22. 278 yards, 133.7 rating. Right now, the Browns, yeah, we're three and five. You know, we rank fifth in the NFL in total points. We have 200 total points scored this year, Raleigh. Um, <laughs> another thing we talked about, the Bengals were – the Bengals had not given up a touchdown in the second half of any football game coming into Monday Night Football game, Monday Night Football this year. We scored three touchdowns in the second half. That At one point, was, we were up 25 nothing, and it was just glorious. They said that so many times. I guess it was an egregious amount, but they said that so often, and I was, like, buying into the fear. I'm like, okay, we are up 11 nothing going into the half. Bengals haven't given up a touchdown in the second half. The Browns are unlikely to overturn that just by the nature of the franchise. And Jacoby diving into the pylons was just mm. a thing of majestic beauty. And I was so, so, so happy. Um, How about Mr. Amari Cooper? Uh, Amari Cooper, after that interception that he threw. Okay, yeah. I Sorry, I've I've already removed that from my brain. I forgot about that. His interview uh, about it after the game and Jacoby's were hilarious. Jacoby said it's already been taken out of the playbook. Amari was like, yeah, I didn't realize how hard it is to throw a football in the NFL or something like – or to throw it out of bounds in the NFL. He's like, we're never doing that again. And Uh, that's fine, man. Just keep catching the ball if you're catching it. That's all we need you to do. That that was certainly the low point of the game, right? I was – legitimately embarrassed because uh we all were because it's like all right this team is not one magical trick play away from taking it to the next level yeah we're a lot of things away from taking it to the next level and that's not one of them that was some freddie kitchens you know yeah oh gosh that was so I, i was so mad at stefanski during that and then when you hear the and i still am because you hear the press conferences and I don't know if Cooper was playing it off, but it's like, were they, uh, did they not practice? Like, was he not comfortable with that play? Because you don't give it to a receiver to throw the ball if he's not really comfortable during that play. I hear you. I'm okay with it, though, because I see that as kind of Stefanski almost rewarding the team by letting them do some trickery goofball shit like that. Like, they do it in practice for fun, and then, you know, in the game, it's kind of a reward. You know, good week of practice, or if we're up or whatever. So, I'm okay with it. Not Let's not get used to it. Let's not try and get that cute all the time. Uh, Chubb, two touchdowns, no surprise. Once again, reaffirming why he's the number one running back in the NFL. And Kareem Hunt is still a Brown. Kareem Hunt played his ass off on Monday night. Um, yeah, you know who else played his ass off? 
Donovan Peoples-Jones is having a great year. That guy will just catch the football. Uh, is, he, is he still touchdownless? I believe yes. Which, for the record, I think by the nature of this offense, getting a receiving touchdown is kind of difficult to do. Like, you know, if we're on the five-yard line, holy shit, that wildcat. Was that the first touchdown with Chubb? Loved that so much. I believe so. Uh, yeah, that was the first touchdown of the game. Of the- his first, I think his first touchdown was like a three-yard run, and then the next one was like a 13-yard run. Maybe it was just like, I don't know. Anyway, but I just love it. And, and th- that's exactly – I was so happy when they called that play because that's how simple it is with him. The Bengals knew exactly what was going to happen, and yet he ran right in that end zone. Love it. And when you – that's so demoralizing for a defense. You hear it all the time. They talk about when you just run and run and run, that just breaks a defense down. And when you're right there and they're just wildcatting at the chub and they're like, I dare you to stop me. I dare you. And they couldn't, of course. They may be on to something with that wildcat because it's like the whole offensive line was just shifting hard to the right and Chubb gets the ball and he kind of you know takes a second to look at the angle he wants to – the hole he wants to hit – and then he hit it hard. And did he, he did he walk into the end zone that play? Uh, no, he was not standing upright on that on that wildcat. Ah, whatever. It was still a sick play. Uh- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Um, oh, man, that was so amazing. But, dude, the biggest win of, uh, let's, the biggest win of that entire game as far as a player or a side of the ball, holy shit, defense, where have you been? Them boys came to play. Everyone came to play Monday night. And again, I'm, this, I'm only going to say one negative thing here today. And I'm just going to say, hey, this is what gets me mad when we see how good this team really can be and what the talent we have there. Joe Woods saved his job Monday night. Special teams still can't really talk about that. Um, defense came out and played their asses off. A.J. Green with that clutch interception. I love that guy. He very rarely disappoints. He comes in and just makes plays. Yeah. And he has for a long time now for us. He remains one of my favorite players. And we, not enough credit is being given to Taki Taki. Taki Taki is the man. I Number six on PFF out of 80 linebackers that are gradable this season. Number six, Taki Taki. Uh, playing his ass off. I, so, so, you know, in the weeks prior to this, and it's still probably a thing, the lack of leadership, lack of playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Miles is obviously a playmaker, but I'm not sure if he's like the vocal leader or whatever, the glue. Uh, you're a playmaker. I hear a playmaker. I think, I think Taki Taki's just been overlooked and he's one of the fewer veterans on this team. I mean, he's also had, some badass plays in his career, and he just constantly kind of gets overlooked. First off, outside of like the badass plays he made, like the that sack that he caused, he had a couple of uh, tackles behind that sack that he caused, <laughs> or that that set that sack that he. I, was I know thinking. what you're saying. I just I, I know what you're saying. We all know what you're saying. I'm just laughing okay. at it. Thank you. Um, 
he made a tackle behind scrimmage that was like the perfect form tackle. Like he wrapped the guy while also hitting up. Like, yes, everybody do that. Look at what he did and do that more often. Browns players, since you all listen to this podcast, we know you do. Just know that Raleigh is indeed grading your fundamentals, especially your tackling form in all games. Yeah, look how far we've come. We're like, oh, we're not going to grade the X's and O's. But it's like when you go through all of those games and they don't know how to tackle, it's like, holy shit, what else are we going to talk about? Credit where due. I think I just hiccup. Excuse me. Credit where due. They, they've been catching a lot of flack. I think we've talked about it on social media for sure. Media. Uh, Delpit played his ass off. And Emerson. And Sorry. And Mar- well, yeah, yeah. Mar- but he's Martin Emerson is, is playing good all year. But J- JJ and Delpit came to play Monday night. And I really, really like seeing JJ have that entire defense huddled up before the kickoff to get everyone fired up. He was leading that charge. He was being a captain. I love seeing that. Um, but, yes, absolutely talking about Martin Emerson as well. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I no, no, I was saying, we've been, I, those guys have been getting killed. We have had shit to talk about in a positive capacity, and now right? they just give us like 50 things in one game. Like, we don't know how to manage that on a podcast. Um, uh, Emerson just looked like a total shutdown badass. Like, the defensive formations disguising blitzes, they were doing it aggressively. I don't know what it was, but they had never done that all year. And no, looked, we executed we were confusing the hell out of that Bengals offense. The fronts, the looks we were giving, we were changing stuff up the entire game. And that's really what I meant when I said that Joe Woods saved his job Monday night. Just whatever we were throwing at Burrow all night, man. And I'll tell you what, we are Joe Burrow. We like Joe Burrow. Yeah. On this podcast. I don't like the Bengals. I don't really like a lot of their fans, but I like Joe Burrow. Man, are they still getting that guy killed? Five sacks. Uh, I, I like to think that it was more the Browns D line. I play eh, like eh, or eh. because it could be exposing a bad O line, but dude. I'm going with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, defense played good, but I'm not, I can't get our D line is the worst D line in the, in the NFL. So, but all, they're all going to get him killed. I freaking love that. There were five sacks and they weren't all miles Garrett. Like, Oh yeah. Taki got in on it. Uh, uh, What's his name? The rookie D end. Oh, Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas had a great game. (sighs) They all had a great game. Alex Wright had a great game. Alex Wright had a great game. Um, I loved when AJ Green picked off Burrow. Have you seen the clip that's on Twitter and he was running it back? Miles was out in front (laughs) playing lead blocker and Burrow saw who was running after him and started running away from Miles Garrett. Credit where due, I would have run even faster. Burrow did what every human being would do in that situation to save yourself from getting hit by Miles Garrett. I am not knocking it. I would do it a million times out of a million times. But it's still funny because it's on video, and it's hilarious to see. The comments were hysterical. All of these people saying, he made a <laughs> he made a business to, he made a business yeah. decision yep. decision in point two seconds. Absolutely. They, other people were saying, and I don't know if they were homers or but but he was in fairness was slowed it down enough for uh, Mixon to make the tackle. So it's like, yeah, that's maybe true. Even though it didn't matter because uh, AJ Green was down when he caught the ball, but uh, that was amazing. Yeah, that clip. Look up. Joe 
Burrow running away from Miles Garrett. <laughs> it's um, so funny. I, so because they are right now, they're ranked the number two offensive line in football. Several of them are all pros. That being said, I, the O-line is not getting enough credit for how well they've been playing and how well they played Monday night. Um, shout out uh, Frodolt. Am I saying that right? I've been trying to, I got to work on his name. Who? Frodolt, who's playing right guard. Perfect day. Perfect rating and pass protection. Um, Ethan Posick. How about him? Have a year, sir. Yeah. Two top three. three center in the league. <laughs> I thought it was two. Uh, two now? I was top three last time I looked. We, Kevin just got a PFF uh, account. So now we're like looking up these things and we're like, oh yeah, he's a top five linebacker, whatever. Uh, to reiterate, Posick, that's how you say it, right? Yeah. So last year they got rid of JC Treader. They cut him after a very fine career in Cleveland. His backup was... What the hell is that kid's name? Whatever. His backup got hurt. Oh, our Nick Harris. Nick Harris. So I didn't, know, I didn't know where you're going there. Nick Harris got hurt in preseason. So we're like, oh, shit. Now we're down to center. And then, boom, Posick is graded balling best center in the league. Hats off to Mr. Callahan once again. Greatest O-line coach of all time. Also, unbelievable. Was he here before Stefanski? No, Stefanski brought him. Okay, so he's the most valuable coach that we have, in my opinion. Like, no matter what happens, it's hard to argue because that line is what makes our run game. Yeah, God, run. he is just a just a wizard. And- oh, shout out Hudson too for coming in and filling in. He's going to be starting next year, I'm sure. Um, he had some plays. He was doing very well in that line. I know Jack went out for a little bit and then came back in the second half. But, yeah, O-line, I mean, it's incredible. What – and you, people have – I know people are giving – Jed's been taking a lot of shit this year. People, you know, giving shit about for other linemen in the past. Callahan, I, I trust Callahan a, a million percent, and so should everyone. One, oh. 99% of us don't understand anything about offensive line uh, anything. And two – if Callahan doesn't want the th- kid to play or doesn't think a kid can play, they're not going to play. Any lineman that's ever out on that field is because that guy has coached them and he's given the green light to them. That's all you need to know. It's a Callahan player. He's going to do ab- absolutely everything possible to get those dudes ready for every single game. Again, it helps when you have all pros, but when someone like Hudson or Frodolt or any of other guys coming in to fill in, like we got some studs in the reserves right there. But I mean, Shit, when Wyatt uh, Teller came on, uh, your the it was the second year he was here in 2020, where he just went from you know a a backup. What do you call it? Uh, there was he was a glorified backup. They yeah. got him for a fifth, and then that year he was second team All Pro. And it's like, what the and, hell happened? And the, the number one lineman in the league, yeah, like the yeah. highest graded lineman in the NFL, yeah. And, and he said. Team Callahan, baby. Let's go. Um, I will say, dude. So I read online from somewhere that this was the first game that they gave John Johnson the dot on defense, or was it the second? I, you know what, have not, I don't know how many games he's had it. The, Raleigh is referring to the green dot. For those of you that don't know, it is the green dot on the helmet of the defensive player who has the microphone to the sidelines in his helmet. And he's basically the signal caller on the field. 
Yeah. And apparently last year when the defense started stepping it up was when he was given the green dot midseason. And it's like, why the hell did it take you this long, Joe Woods, you mother F word, to change things hey, up? Family podcast. I said F word. I know. Uh, yeah, that's why. Um, but I just hope they can keep that energy I, coming. I don't. And I was it was a walk. Wearing the green dot before he got hurt. He, because he was. I, yeah, because that's – I get what you're saying. And if J.J. is going to do this week in and week out, and if they got a spark because he was calling plays out there, by all means, let's roll. But if he was – because Anthony Walker had the green dot, I mean, oh. I'm not, I'd rather – you know, he's a big-time captain and leader on that side of the ball. Well, shit. I, and I agree with that. But Walker went down in week three, right? Uh, uh, what's the lever Pittsburgh that, week was yeah. Thursday night football. Yeah, yeah that, that was week three week one. We played the Panthers and it was, uh, that was like a, a good defensive game for the most part, except, you know, just giving up huge plays when you can't give up huge plays and that jets game, the defense was bad the entire 60 minutes. And so yep. it's like, well, I appreciate your leadership, Mr. Walker, but Joe Woods, do whatever you got to do to make your team look like you did on Monday night every game for the rest of your career. I mean, the thing is, and again, I talk about once we see how good this team can be, is that's what makes us so much more frustrating. We didn't just beat the Bengals, man. We stomped this team 32 to 13. And I get it. They didn't have Jamar, blah, blah, blah. They're still a damn good football team and a team that I have no problem. I wouldn't be surprised if they go back to the Super Bowl or deep into the playoffs this year. If they make it, again, now they're kind of in a deep, deep hole. They're 0-3 in the division. Uh, we're both behind Baltimore, obviously. But, yeah, they got a pretty deep hole to climb out of. But if Chase gets back and he's healthy, that team, if they start peaking at the right time, I mean, a 4-4 and team with Joe Burrow as your quarterback and those wide receivers they have, that team is still going to be very, very, very good and a big threat to anyone who plays them. I mean, he beat Mahomes twice last year. I know everyone keeps saying you can't, you know, who's going to beat Mahomes or Josh Allen? That team did last year twice. Okay, I'm done praising the Bengals. Yeah. No, and, uh, oh, God, well, so many flowers to give out today. I love it when this happens. It's been so long. And thank you for doing that right before the bye week. Like the schedule worked out at least hey, in that regard. Y'all, and you too, two Sundays in a row off. Amazing. Just Talk about, amazing. I mean, you think about mental health. Seriously, I went for a walk this past Sunday. I went downtown, walked all around. I was just, oh, headphones in. What's it called? Like the, the rich mom suburban walk or whatever? Yeah, probably. I don't know. There you go. Soccer mom walk, whatever y'all call it. Damn, just good for the mental health. And the Browns are playing out of Sunday. Makes the weekend so much better. Sorry, I'm ADD all over the place. I'm just thinking about the emotions of that game. It's also, you know, technically at the end, yeah, it ended up being an ass beating. But that first half was an absolute dogfight that our defense held so strong. Like they, oh, for did, sure. They, they didn't give up a point in the first half, despite the Amari po- Cooper pick. And did you really want to say Amari Cooper? I did say Amari Pooper. Can I say one more thing about the Bengals before we wrap? Of course. Not just about the Bengals, but in general. I was shocked 
yesterday. It wasn't a ton, but it was enough to notice people saying the refs are a big reason why we won that game, that we were getting calls. Excuse me. What? You gotta be you gotta be a special kind of stupid if you think the refs of the or the NFL would do anything to intentionally hurt the Cleveland Browns. You have to be outside of your mind to even remotely think that's a possibility. I was just laughing. I couldn't believe people from uh, Kentucky were saying that. You mean intentionally help, but yes, point taken. People are saying that? There's a lot of people on the Twitter machine yesterday saying, oh, you know, refs blew this one and blah, blah, blah. You guys got to be kidding me. Dude, I am all for blaming the refs when your team falls. <laughs> I'm not. I can't do it. It drives I me mean, crazy. I mean, you can, if it's a, a one possession game, a one score game, where your okay. team gets Bottlegate, yes. The yes. Not encouraging the throwing of bottles with Bottlegate situation where they blatantly just overturned the wrong thing. Um, Chargers last year, possibly Ravens this year. But my point is, when we got our asses kicked by Belichick, nobody was like, ah, the rest, they were just... It's like, no, you got murdered. Yeah. You can't... You can't what, were there, what were they complaining about? I don't even remember a controversial call. Because also, when you're watching a game and you're like on the dominant side... And you watch like the refs screw something up that's in your favor. You're like, ah, yeah, we got away with something there. You know, it's easy to admit. I don't remember that happening. And because it, it rarely does, if ever, with our football team. But I thought it was funny. It was entertaining. It's on Twitter for anyone who wants to go out and see it, have a good laugh. I think we covered everything. Browns head into the bye with a record of three and five. We get to enjoy a nice week off. And as we already said, two Sundays in a row, that can be very relaxing. Sunday, November 13th, when we return, we are going to be at the Miami Dolphins, South Beach. What up? And we were going to cover that when we get there, because I'm not thinking about Tua and those receivers just yet. Yeah, nor should you, Kevin. We got Let's two- take it out. Let's we take got- it out with the victory song. For Raleigh, for myself, thank you for listening to Dogs of War Podcast, and good night, Cleveland.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.